Hello and welcome to the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast, where our sole target is to get you into your first home. Now on to today's topic. Buying your first home can be really, really daunting. In the first episode of this podcast, I went into what deposit you need to buy your first home. The rule of thumb number I gave was 10%. And that was enough to cover all your costs as well. However, if you're the type of person who needs to see the numbers, I get it. So today I'm going to go over the potential costs involved in buying your first home. The first one is stamp duty. Stamp duty is a tax on the purchase of property charged by the state government. In many states, there's a concession for first homeowners. In Victoria, where I am, You can purchase up to $600,000 and get 100% of the stamp duty waived, which is awesome because it can be a massive amount of money. Another additional cost the state will make you pay is the land transfer registration and mortgage registration. I would estimate about $2,000 for this. Lenders Mortgage Insurance, or LMI for short, which is also known as mortgage insurance, is an insurance that you pay for if the loan amount is over 80% of the value of the property. Most first-time buyers would need mortgage insurance because they would need a 20% deposit to avoid it. Mortgage insurance is often misunderstood. It's a policy taken out so that in the case the borrower does not make the loan repayments and the bank have to sell the house to get their money back and they don't get all of their money back, then the insurance will cover the rest. Sounds like a dud deal having to pay for the bank's insurance policy, but that's the way it is. The cost of mortgage insurance will vary on how much you're buying the property for and what deposit you have. There are online calculators out there, but this is best worked out with your mortgage broker because in most cases, the online calculators are wrong. You will also have legal or conveyancing fees. Generally, you would expect to pay $1,000 for this. I must stress, this is not one of those things where you want to find the cheapest. The best way to find a good conveyancer is to ask your mortgage broker. There may also be other home loan fees such as application fees, establishment fees, legal fees or package fees. This will vary from lender to lender, but you'd expect to pay between zero and $600 on most loan applications. Building and pest inspection reports may be required in most cases for first homeowners, especially if they're buying established property. You're looking at around 800 for that. If there's any cancel or water rates due at settlement, then you'd need to cover this too. This can be one of those expenses people don't budget for, but if you look in your section 32 before you buy, you should be able to find information on what the potential costs are. I normally recommend first home buyers generally have around 1500 bucks of just in case money prior to settlement to cover any of these additional costs. So there are the costs you need to be aware of when you're buying your first home. For those of you who are doing your research and jotting stuff down, to summarise, you need to figure out the following. Stamp duty, land transfer and mortgage transfer, mortgage insurance, conveyancing, financing costs, and your building and pest inspection. Another thing I think I should make you aware of is the potential costs after you settle the property. Cancel rates, you'll need to know how much these are and when they're due because they aren't cheap. Generally, most cancels will let you pay in quarterly installments, so it isn't too hard on the old bank account. What a lot of new homeowners don't know is that you also have to pay water rates as well. 
When I first bought my home, I remember the water costing twice as much as compared to when I was renting. That's because when I was renting, the landlord was paying the water rates. You'll also have insurance. The majority of this will come in the form of building and contents insurance. Most lenders will ask for a copy of your building insurance prior to settlement. Other types of insurance are income protection, life insurance, and TPD coverage. Most first homeowners totally ignore this, but I would argue it's a priority. If you're earning 80 grand a year and you've got 30 years of working life left, then you're covering a $2.4 million asset. And I guess the question you've got to ask yourself is, if I get injured or something happens and I can't work for an extended period of time, how am I going to pay my bills, eat and pay the mortgage? A good financial planner or financial advisor will help you with this. The last thing I feel I should shine a light on is the stuff you want to buy for the new house after settlement. This may seem like something that's easy to sweep under the rug, but you need to think about it up front. I see too many nightmare situations where first home buyers take out a personal loan after settlement to pay for more stuff for the house. The result is financial stress and that is the last thing you want. I think I've just about covered everything there. If you need any help getting your head around the costs, feel free to contact myself through the podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the First Homeowner Concierge Podcast. If you've got any questions or you would like to get into your own home or you just want to stalk me online, you can search Will Bell Mortgage Broker on either Google or Facebook.